0: Good morning. This is Long Island Morning Edition on 88.3 WLIW-FM, heard in western Suffolk on 96.9 FM. I'm Michael Mackey. Criminals have stolen hundreds of thousands of dollars in food stamps and other public benefits from Long Islanders since 2022, part of a statewide haul totaling at least $20 million, according to state records and elected officials. Nicholas Spangler reports on Newsday.com that in Nassau and Suffolk counties combined, records show they took at least $374,311, going after the fund's recipient's access with electronic benefits transfer cards, often using a skimmer device at a point-of-sale terminal to capture critical card data. The technique works, according to experts, because the cards lack security features that most credit and debit cards have had for years. Lawmakers have proposed fixes, and law enforcement has cracked down, including the indictment this week of two men accused of running a multi-million dollar food stamp Fraud ring out of a Brooklyn bodega. In some cases, victims of benefits theft can apply for replacement of the stolen funds. Taxpayers foot the bill. Replacement is supposed to take no more than 30 days, though advocates and recipients say it sometimes takes longer. In the interim, the victims, who generally live near or below the federal poverty line, may turn to friends or food banks or simply go hungry. The root of the problem, some advocates and elected officials say, is the EBT card itself. It does not prevent far odd, like most current day credit cards and debit cards. A Manerville woman has been named by the Democratic Party as its candidate for the 2nd Assembly District seat held by Republican incumbent Jody Giglio. Alec Lewis reports on RiverheadLocal.com that Trisha Chiaramonte of Manorville is on the Democrats' petition in the 2nd Assembly District, Suffolk County Democratic Committee spokesperson Keith Davis said in a statement yesterday. Chiaramonte is the deputy director of human resources at the Suffolk County Regional Off-Track Betting Corporation. Now, Chiamonte did not run an active campaign, according to a Times-Beacon record profile of the race, which he ran for receiver of taxes in Brookhaven Town, the 2nd Assembly District in New York State, was revised last year by the New York Independent Redistricting Commission and signed into law after the map used for the 2022 election was ruled invalid. The district encompasses all of Riverhead Town and parts of Brookhaven Town that include Manorville, Shirley, Mastic, Miriches, and several North Shore communities west of Wading River and up to and including Mount Sinai. That would be the New York State Second Assembly District. Atlantic Marine Conservation Society biologists will provide participants with an inside look at AMCS Stranding Investigations Program tomorrow, that's Saturday, from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. at the Quag Wildlife Refuge. Presenters will define a stranding, discuss why marine mammals and sea turtles strand, and the required gear to properly respond to a stranded animal. They will share what they have learned from these strandings over the years and how they are trying to improve the marine environment for all of its inhabitants. By the end of the lecture, participants will understand the proper steps to take if they should ever come across a stranded marine mammal or sea turtle. That's tomorrow from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. at the Quag Wildlife Refuge. New Yorkers yesterday sounded off on the MTA's congestion pricing plan, with some calling it a burdensome new tax that will drive people away from the state, and others seeing it as an overdue step toward improving air quality and reducing traffic. Alfonso A. Castillo reports on Newsday.com that the Metropolitan Transportation Authority held the first of four public hearings last night on its central business district's tolling pram. It's the Central Business District Tolling Program, it will charge most vehicles $15 for driving below 60th Street in Manhattan during peak hours. The hearing at the MTA's Manhattan headquarters, but also open to virtual testimony over Zoom, invited a range of opinions on the plan, most coming from transit advocates, elected officials, and Manhattan residents living within the proposed tolling district. MTA officials said there was a high turnout for the first hearing, which lasted more than two hours and included several dozen speakers. Congestion pricing is expected to generate $1 billion annually in toll revenue that will be dedicated to transit infrastructure investments, including at the Long Island Railroad. The MTA hopes to start charging the new tolls as early as June but has said the effort could be delayed by several pending lawsuits challenging its legality. At the beginning of the hearing, Juliette Michelson, Deputy Chief of External Relations Officer for the MTA, noted that public comment has informed congestion pricing from the beginning. New contracts for the offshore wind farms, Sunrise Wind, and Empire Wind One have been accepted by the New York Energy Research and Development Agency. Governor Kathy Hochul announced yesterday the new contracts replace contracts canceled by the wind farms last year amidst rising construction costs. The projects, totaling over 1,700 megawatts of clean energy, will be the largest power generation projects in New York State in over 35 years, once they enter operation in 2026, stated Governor Kathy Hochul. Thursday's awards are conditional on successful contract execution. In addition, the Community Offshore Wind 2 project has been waitlisted and may be considered for award and contract negotiation at a later date. Anticipating cuts, rural schools look to upcoming New York State budget with dread. Aaron Nolan reports in the New York Times that Governor Kathy Hochul's proposed budget would slash state aid for about half of all school districts in New York. Some are wealthy suburban districts in places like Westchester County and Long Island, but many are low-income rural districts that are less able to fill budget gaps with property taxes— rural district leaders from across the state said the new plan would mean that many rural students would end up with fewer opportunities than their suburban or urban counterparts, as schools are forced to cut staff members after-school programming, course offerings, and fine arts programs. The cuts were included in the $233 billion spending plan that Governor Hochul unveiled in January, which would alter the foundation aid formula, the complex method New York uses to determine how much state aid is distributed to individual school districts. The plan requires the approval of the state legislature before it goes into effect. That's supposed to be approved by April 1st. The updated formula would change to the way the state considers an area's cost of living. Currently, the state allocates aid based in part on what it costs to live in a given area in the past year. Governor Hochul has proposed using the average cost of living over the past 10 years, which would result in all districts receiving less aid than previously anticipated. This has been Long Island Local News on Long Island's only NPR station, WLIW-FM. I'm Michael Mackey.